Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I am joined by the two turned party unicorn, Lainey Luck. How are you today? I'm doing so good. How are you doing? I'm fantastic to be catching up with you. Like I said, it's been like two and a half years since I've gotten yeah. to chat with you. And a, a lot has changed. You know, you are now a, a married woman. So congratulations on that. So we, will, we will talk about that a bit later. But I feel like, you know, like we said at the beginning at this, you are too turned. I specifically saw that you mentioned today that too turned is a lifestyle. Obviously, you are living <laughs> it to perfection, to the fullest. But can you tell us what exactly is encapsulated into this two-turned lifestyle? Can you give us more insight into what this lifestyle really is? Two-turned, I think, is just like full out, 100%, like 110%, you know, just going all out with everything you do. And I feel like I truly do that in every aspect of my life. I play hard, I work hard, mm. I train hard, I party hard, everything. You do. I mean, go, go, go big or go home, as they say, go hard always, you know, yes, I, I, I like that. You know, I feel like a lot of people sometimes can lose motivation, especially with everything that you're doing. How do you keep that? I mean, sometimes go, go big or go home, but I know sometimes that might be able to get a, a sense of burnout or you maybe wear yourself down. How do you keep yourself motivated? So you don't get that sense of burnout. Honestly, I feel like it's not something that I do personally um just like dealing with a chronic illness is something that like takes me out of the game so many times like I get so many things taken away from me um that it's just like I'm always just ready to get right back into it you know when you have to be on the sideline for something you can't control like you're just always eager to get back and get better and keep going so it's like I don't ever really get too much time to where things are going really really good so it's just always a constant Got to get back. Got to get back. Got to keep back. You know, I mean, that makes sense. And we've spoken about that personally in the past. And, you know, your your tattoo that kind of signifies everything that you've gone through um, and all of that. But kind of speaking of getting turned, we are in the midst of the holiday <laughs> season. Before we get into more about your plans for this upcoming Christmas season, how invested are you in the Christmas holiday? Cause I feel like there's a spectrum of people's not fandom, but like dedication to the holiday. Yeah, I'm not like obsessed or crazy, but I do love some Christmas. You know, you have to put up, I love decorating. I love changing the space. That's what I was doing all morning today. I got that little bug in me that it's like, things need to change, things need to move. So I love decorating and just the holiday spirit. Everyone's kind of cheery and a little more giving to others, you know, like just a little more understanding and patient, it feels like. So I really appreciate that. But I'm not like, I'm going to watch a Christmas movie every day and yeah. do all this stuff. But you know, I want to go hang out with my friends and make some mold wine and watch a Christmas movie or two and sit outside and watch the snow and you know that kind of stuff what are some of your go-to christmas movies not all the time but i feel like everybody has a few that they kind of just thoroughly enjoy i don't know i feel like elf is always every year you can watch that that never gets old and um what's the one uh a christmas story or whatever you're gonna yes. shoot your eye out kid 
that one. <laughs> yeah, those are some good ones. Christmas Vacation is always a favorite of mine. Oh, yeah. Super funny. Fun. Always. I mean, that's always a classic too. You know, kind of just in general, your your childhood and your, you know, your early adulthood now. What have been some of your favorite holiday memories, whether it was getting a gift, a family moment? I'm sure you've had um, some wrestling related Christmas moments too as well. What are some ones that stick out to you? Um, I think one of the main ones in recent memory is I want to say it was like Christmas that I surprised my sister like she went to go see my mom and she didn't know that I was coming as well and so it was just this big huge surprise I hadn't seen her in I think almost two years at that point it had been a very long time since I had seen them or the rest of my family so that always holds a special place in my heart that was really nice. Yeah. I mean, does your family too, I, I know decorating is one thing, you know, food is a whole other topic that we could talk about, but did your family growing up or even now have any specific traditions or routines for the holiday season? Yeah, I'd say the main one is we always opened a present on Christmas Eve. And I think every time, or if not 90% of the time, it was a pair of matching pajamas. So me and my sister could wake up in our little matching PJs and open our presents together. But it was always something I always looked forward to the Christmas PJs. You know, and I know you look forward to your Christmas, your trap Christmas music, you know. Oh my gosh, Christmas yeah. <laughs> music is a whole other element. But when I saw that you're really into trap Christmas music, I was really intrigued because I don't know much about it. Can you kind of explain what this genre sounds like and what are some songs or artists that you listen to in this particular genre? It's honestly just all the big Christmas songs that you can think of, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to think of any names, like, you know, Ariana Grande has her, yeah. and Justin Bieber has a Christmas song, any Christmas song, they just like do that, but like throw a trap beat behind it. Yeah. So, you know, you get the holiday vibes, but then you also get to turn up. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's just on, on theme with who you are. Get to, you know, turn to the holiday season. I get you. I get you. What is your general uh, music taste like? Oh my gosh. It's everything. Um, I'd say anything except for like country is like sometimes, but not all the time. Okay. And then if you're, if it's like the metal core screaming, like maybe if I'm at the gym, I'll use one or two of those. But for the most part, I would say like hip hop, R&B, pop, et cetera. You know, like you're, it goes from Rihanna to freaking The Weeknd. Let's go to Justin Bieber. We can go to Britney Spears. We can go anywhere. I would say maybe the most is like pop or hip hop. Okay. Okay. I, I don't, I, I know I really, I love going to concerts. I don't know if you even have time to do that, but what has been the most recent concert that you've been to? Most recent? I don't go to a lot of concerts, especially for wrestling. Yeah. I think the last one I went to was Childish Gambino, like Ooh. forever ago in a little basement, like club thing where there's maybe 300 maybe maybe 300 people yeah. it was very underground and very cool I think it was right before he got like I mean like he's always yeah. been big but like before he was like in community and like huge and whatever 
Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I figured that was kind of the case. You're a very busy woman. You're also a, a married woman. This is going to be your first Christmas as a married woman. You got married to a GPA earlier this year. Congratulations on Thank that, you. by the way. How has the married life been treating you so far? Honestly, not much different than, you know, before. It's just like you feel, you know, you get that little reminder on your hand every time you look down that this is a forever commitment. But uh, we just been together for, what, like five, maybe almost six years now. And we've just been really committed to each other, like since day one. And so everything's good. He's been my support system through this last year of all these health problems and surgeries and whatever I went through, he's been my rock through it. And so it's very nice to just know that I have a teammate, a partner for forever and ever and ever. You know, it's especially great, especially in wrestling where it's, you know, dog eat dog and competitive that you have a support system that can, I mean, not only motivate you physically, but like mentally too, as well. And, and personally, in all those aspects, you have a, a best friend right at your disposal right there. And you guys had your honeymoon in Jamaica, right? Yeah, we sure did. Oh Tell my gosh. Tell us more about that trip, what you did, what you ate, what you saw, everything. We didn't um, do too much crazy eating. I would say we had, there was like this breakfast buffet that we went to every day that had like French toast made out of like a brioche bread. And we smashed that every single day. But there was like different restaurants. They had like a Mexican place, Italian, a French. So, you know, we just like tried every single one of those every night. But mostly we woke up, we went to the beach, we got out in the sun, we went to the pool, we went to the beach, we took a nap, we went back out to the pool, we got dinner. It was just a lot of sleeping and a lot of laying around, which is our perfect ideal vacation. You know, that sounds like pretty ideal. You know, you're go, go, go all the time, kind of chilling yeah. out, especially like, I think this was around so or spring, summer. I know yeah, it was like- yeah, yeah. So like spring. So like in Jamaica around that time, you know, it's got to look beautiful. I'm I'm a little jealous of that, not going to lie. <laughs> but, you know, you deserve it. And I mean, together, you and GPA have also won the Freelance Tag Team Championships uh, yep. right behind you where you <laughs> defeated the Bang Bros in June. So after your honeymoon, you kind of came back into the scene and won the titles. I believe this was your first tag team title win with GPA. Yes. Yeah. So take us back to that moment. What emotions were you feeling? You've won singles championships before, but this is kind of a, a different dynamic. What emotions were you feeling upon this tag team title win with GPA? It's honestly like hard to just put it down to one, you know, because it's just like I always thought of freelance as like this dream goal promotion and then to move up here and get in it and be one of the main players and then win a title with my best friend right beside me and getting to like do every match with him at these big shows and have his support right there in the ring with me. It was just like a dream. Like I just felt I was really happy. I was like really emotional that like, you know, the Bang Bros are so loved at Freelance and to just <laughs> be the ones to yeah. rip that out of their hands and be the one to end like such a good, like well-loved reign. Um, it was just really cool. It was like a huge 
huge goal off the checklist to hold a title at this kind of company and especially to do it with my husband and to come and to get them when we got married you know like I felt like it was just a perfect little story like we tried before and it wasn't quite enough and then we you know commit to each other and get married and come back and win the titles like I don't know it's kind of a perfect little story I'm curious for you too. You've obviously known GPA for a while. You've trained alongside him. You're you're living with him. You're married now. But can you talk about the dynamic of tag teaming with your significant other? I feel like that can be really cool, but also like, I don't know, I feel like it's just an added layer. Talk about this dynamic of tag teaming with him. I could definitely like see how there could be, you know, some created problems, maybe some tension with other people. But me and Jeff, we're literally just so understanding of each other. And so we're focused on the same things and we want the same outcomes of things. And so it's just like, we're always just working together in such cohesion. There's never, there's hardly a time where we're like fighting about we should do this or I want to go here or I want to do that. It's very much like, we're always like, yep, we're going to do this. Yep, we're going to do that. Okay, cool. Can you kind of talk about two, obviously you're working together all the time in and outside of the ring. What are some things that you have taken or absorbed? Because I feel like you can rub off on each other. What are some (laughs) things that you've taken from him or maybe learned from him and kind of vice versa? What do you think he has maybe learned or, or taken from you through working with you? I think from me, maybe he's learned to be a little more fun, you know, and not just big, angry girl, I'm a bad guy. it's like listen we can have a little fun we can be a little silly a little goofy Mm -hmm. too while we do all this and just I feel like us together we've like been able to show a little more depth to our characters like we bring a little bit out of each other for sure and as far as what I've learned from him pretty much everything I know you know like I any lucha I know he's like been a he's really good at tag psychology and like um just all the all the tag moves that we have come from him sending me cool stuff and maybe we could put a twist on this or a twist on that or whatever so just the in-ring is very much heavy on him okay you know you too have to give yourself some credit now you're going to be coming up on nine years in 2024 since your debut I mean you're you're inching towards that decade mark already time flies by so fast and you know 2024 is right around the corner in an ideal world assuming you still head into 2024 as champions if you could defend the tag team titles against another wrestling couple past or present Hmm. who would it be and why a wrestling couple um listen yeah it would definitely have to be tony storm and her man like Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just love Tony Storm, such a huge fan, especially what she's doing right now with like the black and white and Hollywood and everything. Like I think that would be, yeah, that would be like the top tier wrestling couples dream match. I I'm also I also just want to see you trying to get Tony Storm to go turnt because she's so like <laughs> classy and timeless and right? you know, you're trying to get her to like loosen up and party I would just want to yeah. see that dynamic play out just in general too so like hello at bookers out there just book the singles match too as well just saying Literally. Like, we can- 
just have the singles. I'll be okay with that too. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see that play out, but I wanted to touch uh, on a another AEW match, one in particular, because there was a lot of significance behind it for you. Talking about your match against Athena last year on AEW Dark Elevation. It wasn't a long match, but I know Athena was a huge reason of why you signed up for wrestling school. So can you talk about this dynamic and more about the backstory behind this match and, and your, your relationship with Athena? Yeah, it was uh like when I saw those names next to each other on the board, I was like, are you so serious mm -hmm. right now? Are you joking? The champion, Athena. Uh, yeah, I was kind of freaking out, not going to lie. And, you know, I had to tell her, you're the one of the reasons I started wrestling. You know, I saw her wrestle Barbie Hayden at ACW. 10 freaking years ago at this point and I was they were just doing the coolest stuff and just really fighting not like playing around or whatever they were fighting and I was like this is so cool that girls can do this um and so it was really cool to be able to like tell her like hey you're one of the reasons I started and then to have her respect after the match and you know we had nice little moments and she was really kind to me afterwards and it was cool. She invited me to come like train with her. And so whenever I can get back down to Texas, I want to pop in and learn some more from the champ. And that was awesome. And especially just to like the ROH champion, like ROH is the only thing yeah. that I've really cared about in this whole big business. It's like ROH is really what I, what I watch, what I study, what I really, that style is what I really like. So it was very cool in all I'm sorts of I'm curious, what about Ring of Honor specifically? You said the style, but what about it more so like draws? You also had an ROH match kind of fairly recently. So congratulations on that. But what <laughs> about the ROH brand specifically kind of draws you in and, and keeps your attention going? I think it's just like the intensity. Like, I don't know what years it was back in the day, but you know, when, um, Sami Zayn, wow, am I really going to blank El out? El Generico, yeah. Thank you. Oh my gosh. El Generico and Kevin Steen and the Young Bucks and all that. Like when they were just doing all this stuff and being intense and like the storylines were like so good. Because uh, like I like the storylines part of wrestling, but I don't like to, to be too much surface level drama and whatever. Like yeah. I want there to be like reasons behind stuff. And I feel like there were reasons behind stuff and everything was just so intense. And they were doing such like uh, my mind was being blown, like in every single match with stuff happening. And so I always wanted to emulate that. I want people to see a match of mine and be like, Whoa, you know, I didn't know this is not at all what I expected when I saw Laney Luck advertised, you know? Yeah. I mean, you've got kind of, you've got multiple sides to you, to you, you know, you're obviously really charismatic and exciting, but there's also Lucha Laney too, when she comes out in, in her mask too, you know, but you know, you mentioned training alongside Athena, but you also recently had another training session with Impact Knockouts Bro! champion Trinity. You said that her passion really inspired you. So Tell us more about this ex experience of training alongside Trinity and what you learned or took away from it. What a legend, first of all. Like, I have loved Trinity since she was a fuckadactyl. Like, that's when mm -hmm. I really first started watching wrestling is when she was doing that. And then when she, the glow, I remember 
the debut of the glow and i was mm-hmm. so excited for her so because i always thought she's so good she should be holding a title she should Green. be someone this is centered around and that was my girl and i was so so very excited and then for her to you know when she went to impact i was like that's so cool like maybe things are a little more in reach now to like be around her maybe have a match with her someday and then for ali to tell me hey Trin is gonna stop by and train i said you're yanking my chain you're playing with me right now this is i will lose my mind if she actually shows up and then like her flight was like delayed and she was like running real late she literally still just like hopped right off the plane got her rental car and came right to the training building and it's like she could have just said hey guys so sorry things are a little late not gonna come not gonna make it but she did and she just hopped right in there and ran these crazy things that we were running even though you know it's not her training place she doesn't know the drills that we do the things that we do and just to be able to see her to like adapt so quick you know like we're in there in the moment and I'm saying xyz and she's immediately making like xyz happen and it was very cool to like because that's probably one of the first times besides like Ali that I was like there with someone who's like been on tv for such a long time and so just to finally experience, you know, what it's really like in there with people like that. It was very eye-opening and very cool to feel like I can hang just right alongside of her. Yes, ma'am. You know, it's it's funny too, because Trinity didn't come from like a, a wrestling background. You know, she was yeah. thrust into like FCW and then NXT. And so see how she's transformed and, you know, adapted herself to television and, and all of that is awesome. And I'm so glad that she got to head up to you guys there around Chicago and all of that, especially with Ali, I know is huge in that scene as well. But what a, you know, what a cool learning opportunity, you know, that you can kind of carry forth with you i'm curious is there like a particular aspect of that training session with trinity that you specifically learned from or you feel like you'll carry forth going on in your own work um i think just her showing up honestly it's just her room and ali showing up every week even though he's accomplished so much already it's like we're never done putting the work in and that's like so obvious by so many people i'm surrounded by is the work it's never, ever done. I know. And you've said before, you are always striving to improve every time you're in that ring. So what has been the most recent growth or aspect of improvement that you've seen in yourself and your own work? I would say maybe just like my athleticism a little bit. Cause you know, you get, I have to take a couple of weeks off and I come back. And so it's yes. like, I get somewhere and then I'm down and then I have to get back up there. But like training with Ali is like so insanely next level that it's just like really boosted my confidence. Cause it's like the hell that I go through in those training sessions, like nothing could ever happen on a show that's going to be worse than that. So it's like, I feel so much more prepared and I'm like, you know what, if all else fails, I got it. I'm going to be okay. I got it. Yeah. And I feel like that's a kind of a mentality that, I mean, starting out, I can imagine you're probably timid and and trying to adjust to everything and going on now. So kind of throughout, you're coming up on nine years now on a broader spectrum. How do you think that you've grown and as a person and as a competitor over the entirety of your career so far? 
oh, just I'm a whole completely different person. Like if I, I don't know that I would ever think that I could make it to where I am now. Like if I had known when I started that I truly was going to do this forever, you know, like I'm already a decade in and we're only just getting started, you know, the end is nowhere in sight. And just to know that I could really find something I'm so passionate about and that I want to stick with forever and like find the people I'm surrounded by and everything. Like I feel like I have just so much, everything in my life has like gotten better. Like I have to have, you know, my time, had to get my time management skills together. You can't just be letting things float around and happen when they happen and like just scheduling and honestly just having my stuff together. That's, I have never in my life before really had my life set and together. And I feel like I really do now because I have to, if I want to keep doing this and making money and have a long lasting career, you got to have it together. Yeah. And kind of how, you know, Athena was somebody who you look up to you. A lot of girls now look up to you. You are a, you are the veteran in a lot of these scenarios. And I know you've been the first opponent for over a dozen girls. I don't know what the count is yeah. right now. As of 2021, it was 13. I'm sure it's it's gone up since then. But what is your approach to these scenarios when you are the literal first opponent for women who are making their debut matches? It is crazy to think like that I'm in that position now. Like I get girls messaging me asking for advice, asking me to watch their matches, you know, just asking me what should I do or how do I do this? And I just never really, cause it's just like all of a sudden you look around and you're like, oh, <laughs> now that's me. Yeah, That's great. I just try to remember like when I first started and how I was and where I was at. And I just try to make sure that they have like the best experience possible. Like I don't want to be that vet that's dogging them and telling yeah. you you suck and you know, like trying to run their whole life or whatever. I just really want to know, like, I want to get to know them. Who are you? And I want to help them. I just want them to walk away with something after a match with me. I don't want them to just be like, oh, well, that was a match I had. You know, I want them to be like, oh, I understand this a little better. Or like, I get how to like line up certain moves or like maybe I figured out like recently I put like, a little character structure for somebody together and then like after the match they're like I've never gotten a reaction like that and it's never like worked out in this way for me that's so cool thank you for like telling me that I think it's very cool to be able to like do that for people what are obviously you know it can range per person and be specific per person but what are some of the general advices that you find yourself kind of uh forwarding to some of the newer talent just like working hard honestly like if you if you're truly putting in work into everything you do like things are gonna happen and you just gotta keep consistent at it I would say consistency and studying is like what I give the most because you have to watch you have to see what other people are doing and see what's working at other places and stuff and then you have to like put in the work you have to go to training you have to go to the gym and you know put in the work and you are certainly putting in the work, like we said, coming up on nine years, 2024 is right around the corner. 
What are some of your personal and professional goals for next year? Hmm. I actually haven't sat down and like thought of some real actual goals yet, but I feel like I just want to keep having fun. Like I don't ever want to get to that point to where it's like, oh, I don't want to go here. I don't want to do this. Like I just want to really put my time and energy into places that I'm having a good time at and that value me. And I feel like I have already been doing that like this last year, like being a regular at Glory Pro, at Freelance, being a champion there and at Midwest All-Star Wrestling up north, like just places who really care about me and my growth as a person, as a wrestler. Like I want to keep doing that and I want to, because I... I wanted an ROH match. You know, we got that this year. I wanted to win big gold at freelance. We got that this year. So I just want to keep enjoying what I'm doing and not ever get too lost, too bogged down in what I should or what I think, what success, you know, just be here right now, present. And, you know, talking about your growth, you know, something that's remained, I feel like, consistent for a while I want that I wanted to close out with was your aesthetic in and outside of the ring. You know, character presentation is especially important in wrestling, and a lot of that is in the ring gear department, which, oh my God, like scrolling through <laughs> your Instagram, girl, I was just like blown away it's like I'm not even wrestler but like I want those gears you know you have a, a really strong ring gear game and I'm I'm curious you know you have Lucha Laney you have the two turned party unicorn you have a couple other layers to yourself what would you say are some of the general sources of inspiration when you're crafting or envisioning your ring gear designs what does that process look like for you I mean it's just a lot of scrolling Instagram and I see like one little aspect of someone's gear that I like and I say, oh, I'll screenshot that and then I'll see something else. And or I'm just shopping and I see something cute or something that has a funky little shape. And I'm like, I try to just I put all this stuff together and I throw it at Allie Parker, who's my usual gear maker, and she spits out some beautiful gear. And it's honestly just being able to afford the nice gear. Like back in my early career, I couldn't afford four hundred dollar sets of yeah. gear I couldn't afford you know and that's like bare minimum right for these nice things so not just being in a place to where I'm making money I'm working all the time and I have these really nice places to show off this nice gear because you don't want to wear your best gear to like down the road 20 minutes and there's 10 people there you know I don't want to do that so having the presence and the financial stability to be able to buy any gear that my little brain can dream up. That's definitely a big reason. Because I've always like had all these amazing ideas for gear, but yeah. you just can't afford it all the time. But now we can. Yeah. Is there a certain look that you feel especially kind of sentimental about or you feel like you Ooh. felt your best in, essentially? Um, I think when I switched up to like the half pant, half trunks yes. ones. Cause like back in the day, all I would do is post my butt on Instagram to get some engagement and some likes. You gotta do what you gotta do, right? But I feel like I was like, I felt confident enough that I'm like, 
I can actually put this away and people will still care about me. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Cause in my mind, in my head, I'm just like, Oh, you're just like a hot girl. You have to look good. And then they'll care about you. But just knowing that I have built myself and am talented enough that I actually don't need to do that. I could wrestle in pants and a t-shirt and they still, you know, they'd still be there for me. So that's good, you know, and it's kind of a, a learning experience, you know, and to each their own. I'm curious from your perspective, though, you said you're always scrolling on Instagram. I know that's a great place because you follow a lot of the people that you see, you know, uh, who in the wrestling sphere do you think has the best ring gear game or aesthetic today? Hmm. Oh, there's just like, so because it's like, I like so many different things yeah. about other people's stuff. Like, I like all the little details that Billy has on her, like they're all kind of the same, but like they're all different. And she has like little things hanging off here and there. And I look at the Joshi's a lot, especially because so so many fabrics and layers and cool little things hanging off. I, I would say maybe like Julia, obviously she has a really sick distinguished look. And I really am obsessed with Hyon and how, her new jackets, her entrance yeah. jackets, dude. Like that really stepped her up to like superstar. She comes out of the curtain with that sick jacket and you're just like, this is somebody. This is somebody. And she is somebody without the jacket. But it's just, yeah, I like so much from so many different people. I like the sparkles. I like the dark stuff some people do. I just like to take a little bit from everybody everywhere. Yeah, and kind of close things out I wanted to talk about some of your tattoos I know we talked about you know the importance of the the flower that you've got going on on your abdomen but I am curious you have uh, a tattoo that says wonderlust on your arm I can't my brain can't comprehend I think that's your right arm um would do you have a specific story behind this one um honestly I think I just wanted something cutesy and cursive to go here. And I was like, well, I want to travel, right? Let's do yeah. wanderlust. And then it was just cute. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And I think I had just named my German suplex wanderlust too. And I said, well, yeah, there you go. There it is. There you go. You also have a really like intricate giraffe with like flowers on I think and you're on your other arm mm-hmm. um, obviously I'm seeing a, a, a theme with flowers um can you talk about that giraffe with the flowers specifically too as well yeah the giraffe I just wanted like a giraffe tattoo but I didn't want it to just be a giraffe because like yeah. what are we doing here let's it's art let's make it a little cutesy or whatever so the flowers weren't exactly like the main agenda of the tattoo but I just went in there to this guy to this artist and I said I want a giraffe tattoo but like I don't want it to just be a giraffe and he said how about we make it like little flowers and we do and xyz and he just drew it up and I was like well that's perfect and I just dressed my favorite animal I think they're so cute and so it all came together there you go. You know, just like gear, I know tattoos are expensive, but you are always expanding your collection. Last question. Do you have any plans for your next tattoo, maybe? Oh my gosh, I do. I was actually just talking to Jen. I don't know if you've 
become aware of her at all. She's like a freelance student. She's been doing a lot of film for a lot of local promotions and she's gonna start getting out there soon. But she is also a very well seasoned and accomplished tattoo artist. So every time I see her, I'm like, hey, what do you think about like this? What do you think about like this? So I'm thinking about, I want some more, I want some finger tattoos on this hand to even it out a little bit. Um, so I think that might be what I focus on next, just some cutesy little things on there. But I also need something to even out this shoulder up here. And I think I want to do like your classic like barbed wire heart and like yeah. something wrestling related, like the turnbuckles or whatever lame thing I can throw in there. <laughs> I think that's what's going to be nice. Nothing big. I definitely need to finish this stomach tattoo. Yeah. But, you know, I just want to do all this other little stuff first. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a work of art, you know, and plus it's expensive. So like, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> but before we let you go, Lainey, can you please share where the listeners can find you online and support you? Yes. Oh my gosh. You can follow me on all my socials at Lainey Luck, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you want to support monetarily, you can go to my Patreon. Um, and if you want to support even more financially, you can go to my OnlyFans because that's how I pay so many of my bills and get to afford all this very nice gear. OnlyFans.com slash Lainey Luck is the main spot. I've seen you've been doing some collabs recently with other people that we love, like Heather Monroe and Chazza McKenzie. So yeah. go follow and support Lainey, whether it's a t-shirt or otherwise, just follow her in general. Lainey, thank you so much for chatting with me here today. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. Thank you for having me.